0: Diablo beta fixes a major problem in the series, Jedi Survivor gets a new trailer hinting at its High Republic ties, and we reflect on Lance Reddick's Destiny Legacy.
1: And we are live. Welcome back to Checkpoint, brought to you by Strictly Casual, You're your number one show bringing you the important news and breaking down the biggest stories in the gaming industry. I'm on your host, James, Jim James walmer with the spiciest meatball in gaming, Vincent desantis Thank you, audio listeners. You can find us on YouTube.com at YouTube.com slash Casual. Please hit us with the rating on audio platforms and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Vincent, what else is going on on the channel? This is it. This is it right now. We
0: got we got checkpoints and freeze frame because that's what we can do this week and that's how that's Great. it. Some weeks it's just like that. That's it. That's yep. how it is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We love it. We love it. James, you're Jim's James James Walmer now. Like Jim's James, James, James Yep, Jim Jam James Walmer. And I'm Vincent DeSanti Santis now. That's just that's how it is. That's how it's it is. That's just how it is. That's how I hear
1: it. It's what rolls off the tongue. That's, it's what comes out.
0: That is how it goes um let's jump into the first story here i know this is this is starting out on a little bit of a sad note but it's also like joyous in a way like it is joyous it's it's a little joyous james tell me what we got here
1: ladies and gentlemen destiny 2 actor lance Reddick, not riddick reddick played destiny the night before he died and that's not like that is the, that is the headline but it is yeah. like it's more about it's more about Lance Reddick dying and just being an incredible guy. Yeah. Just everyone in the industry lighting him up, saying he was such an incredible part of the industry. He was such a great musician and actor um, and just a joy to be around in every circle of his life. Yeah. Um, there's the video of him saying, my wife hates this, but my favorite word is titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's funny. so good. um He was playing Destiny the night before he died, and it's of natural causes. So we hear just very unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get into the article as messages of love, admiration, and grief poured This is from Kotaku, by the way. As messages of love, admiration, and grief poured out across the internet following Lance Reddick's sudden passing at 60 years old, Destiny players grappled with losing the cornerstone of their fictional universe. Players quickly spotted that Reddick's Destiny 2 handle, I don't care seven eight nine number 7678, appeared online the Wednesday night before he passed away from natural causes last week. The la- the actor's last like tweet was also from a fan cracking jokes about Zavala, the stoic commander he voices in the game. Rennick had even played through most of the new Lightfall campaign and only had one mission left, the final boss fight against Callus. Rennick hasn't been shy about his love of the game and his community in the past, saying, quote, Although I play Destiny almost every day, and I'm even part of a clan now, once I've played through each iteration of the game, as time goes on, I kind of forget about the story and just focus on powering up and getting cool weapons and grinding through playlists, he told Polygon last year. At the end of the day, I'm just a big fan who happens to voice one of the characters.
0: Man, Lance really is one of us. He says... Once I play through each iteration of the game, as time goes on, I forget about the story and focus on powering us. Like us for real. Yeah. Serious. Um I I just I think it's really cool that he is mm-hmm. an avid player of Destiny as well, like a fan of the game as well as having a voice and a part of it. Um yeah. there were some cool stories going around about how a couple of uh, employees at Bungie he asked an employee at Bungie if they would do a raid with him like a raid where he had a lot of voice in it, I guess. And, um, so Bungie got a little team together to play, play it with him. And they said like Lance carried them. Like he was overpowered Whoa. and like way ready to go. Cause he was like embarrassed to ask them at first, but he was over prepared, like to play it. Wow. With them. And it's just, that's so fun. Yeah. Fun story. We talked a lot about Lance Reddick on freeze frame this week in a lot of the movie, mm. um, type or movie and TV show influences that he had. And, I mean, yeah the wire was a big one just huge like a big presence and even if you didn't know his name it was like oh my god i know i've seen him what have i seen him in if it was like your first time yeah. that sort of thing um if you didn't have mm-hmm. something to uh yeah kind of ground it but last night i saw john wick with like a uh, keanu reeves and chad stilinski the um, director and they wore blue ribbons during the Q&A, which was for Lance Reddick, I thought, which was really cool. And they talked about Lance Reddick a little bit and said how he was like, uh, he had told Chad, the director, that he was proud of the film before it was released, which is super cool to see also. And they have a big and loving memory of Lance Reddick after the movie, which I thought was awesome. Really cool to do.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Because he was in the third one no second one
0: all of them he's been in every single one he's in all of them yeah well he plays Did a big have a presence in the fourth one yeah he plays a big part of the fourth one too yeah whoa so it was cool i think the fourth one definitely has a large theme about like brotherhood and stuff like that mm. and lanceretics at the core of that story and it was it hit even harder i think it hit even harder so it was really cool yeah, yeah. very very awesome so yeah Keep playing Destiny. Keep watching Lance Reddick's stuff. And I know that he probably appreciates He appreciates all the love that he's getting for the characters that he's playing. So keep that up. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So jumping in to this next one is the clip. We're going to jump right in. The okay. oh, clip. The <clears throat> clip.
1: Yeah, are you taking us into it, then?
0: Yeah, I'll take us in. I'm going to take the first three bullet points, James, and then you're going to take those second three, okay? Okay. Ready? Here we go. Yep. The Diablo <clears throat> Diablo 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 Here we go. Diablo 4 solves this major series problem. The beta is fantastic when you can actually play it. This comes from Forbes, Paul, Tassi. At long last, the beta for Diablo 4 has arrived. And while it requires a pre-order or KFC Chicken Sandwich to access its first weekend. Uh, The game has enough people clogging the servers to make its initial launch here a sadly uh, familiar sort of disaster. This is also on last week's closed beta. The open beta starts tomorrow uh, for everybody to play on every console. Uh, the good news is that when you can play Diablo 4 beta, it absolutely lives up to expectations in its early hours in terms of gameplay, aesthetics, and shockingly even story ta- storytelling, rising above oh. past installments. The bad news is that, at least in some regions like mine, you're maybe allowed 30 to 60 minutes of gameplay for every 60 to 120 minutes of re-login queue time. Look. It was an Very endless... Blizzard. Yeah. It was an endless pattern all day yesterday. Uh, I'd get in, play for a while, then get booted, usually in the middle of a dungeon with no checkpoints. The game would freeze up. I'd quit and log back in, only to find an hour or two of wait time ahead of me. It's maddening for a game I just want to play by myself. But this is 2023, and such games barely exist without online login requirements anymore, and certainly not a quasi-MMO like this.
1: I'll admit, I rolled my eyes back a bit when the dev team was always going on about returning to the darker tone of Diablo 2, as I never had as nearly as many issues with the color palette and themes of Diablo 3 as many extremely loud fans did. But what Blizzard has done for Diablo 4 here is nothing short of extremely impressive so far. Monster slaying feels great, as good as it ever has in this series. My current build is setting a poison trap down, double slash dashing through enemies caught in it, then unleashing arrows on the survivors. If I wanted, I could be doing dagger-based melee antics instead. And well, you know I can well I know you can respec, I haven't looked into that process yet. So far, I'm not seeing any warning flags. We've been assured repeatedly that all microtransactions in this game are cosmetic and we are not going to have a Diablo Immortal situation in our hands where it could cost tens of thousands of dollars to max uh, max power character in that mobile monstrosity. It's fun. It feels very connected to the roots of Diablo. And if it would just work for an extended period of time without kicking me out, I would already be very much addicted to it, Vincent. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. So Paul then follows this up with another article. Okay. And it's, oh. it's titled, I am scared of Diablo four. Okay. And in which because he's scared about being addicted to it. Not, a, it's not even just the addiction. It's that the big thing that Diablo 4 has that people are saying that the other ones do not have is a compelling story that they want to actually know what happens. Whereas other Diablo well, games, might, the story might be a side piece of, of what the game like experiences. is. Sure, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree. Uh, for me, at least. For some people, it's their bread and butter, but yeah. Um, oh, man. But if the story's forefront, that's huge, I think, for even onboarding new players that might get overwhelmed with some of the systems in the game that might have like if they can attach to the story it's easier to want to know the systems to get through the game right Right. um but on top of the story i hear everything is like tuned up and feeling so so good that's what i hear too what are what are you kind of hoping to get out of diablo 4 versus another diablo game
1: yeah, I think Diablo scratches a really good itch in that genre of, like, top-down. You have, it's hard, I, I want to say, like, hard builds where yeah. you have, like, you have your three attacks that you do mm-hmm. in succession with each other. They're coordinated, and you just do those attacks over and over and over again. So when you do things like that, they need to feel really, really good. Yeah. And I think Diablo is that game where it's like, you know, these are simple basic RPG building block systems. But Diablo is unique in that they just nail it. I don't know yeah. what it is, but they they have that secret sauce that's almost um, that's reminiscent of like a Souls title, like yeah. a FromSoft yeah, yeah, yeah. game where like so many other games try and do the same loop of attacks. They try and do the same level design sort of thing. And it just doesn't play out as good as it does in a Diablo game because they have that secret something they're cooking yeah. with. The right frame, um, like attack frames to yeah. damage and all of those things just melt together so well in Diablo. And so I'm really looking forward to just like being immersed in that feeling yeah. of just like killing shit, just like going through a level, like getting loot, um, killing a bunch of enemies, like going to a boss, doing the whole, like the, the dungeon, uh, crawler ass yeah. gameplay loop, yeah. but just allowing that to take me through the game and through the story and being totally immersed in it and having a kick-ass character with a kick-ass build that I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and I just like, it's one of those games. I'm like, I can't, I can't put a lot of time into this because sure. I will really get lost in it. Yeah.
0: I, I think you bring up a lot of good points there and one being that I think the, being the character and creating that character and kind of building it into what you want to build it is very exciting for me and uh, I've never played a Diablo game I played Diablo 2 a little bit not very much never played 3 never played 1 um, and so I'm very excited to jump into this uh, I'm gonna be downloading I preloaded the beta so I hope to get in I'm sure they'll have the queue times and whatever, and it's a busy weekend, so we'll see if I even get to it, but I hope so. Um, yeah, I'm very, very excited for this, and everything that I hear is, like, it's tickling me, dude. It's tickling me, you know? Everything I hear is like, wow, all right. sounding better and better every, every time I hear about Vincent,
1: it. Vincent, every time Diablo 4 comes up in conversation, I'm like, you would fucking love this game. I'm gonna love like, it. You would love the shit out of this game, yeah. and I can't wait to play it with you, because this is that game that would be like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this and play it with you, because, okay. one... Vincent, you and I are long, long, no, no, no. Long awaited mm-hmm. has, is there a time for, sorry, I don't know how to say the sentence correctly. We owe ourselves yeah. some game time together, Vincent. I know,
0: we do. We really do.
1: And this could be the opportunity. This sounds like a fantastic this opportunity. This really could
0: be. I will be picking up Diablo for sure. Can't wait. Are you going like to pick it up? Are you playing the beta this weekend? Let us know in the comments. Thank you guys so much for watching. If this is your first time, you can go on audio platforms and type in strictly casual checkpoint. It's a little blue box that says checkpoint. And this is episode 154. If you want to listen to the entire podcast or you can listen to the entire video podcast slash watch it. uh, If you become a member right here on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out.
1: Perfect. Perfect.
0: All right. James, let's get into some Star Wars.
1: Dude, I don't know what it is. I hate that I'm so excited for this game. Why do you hate it? Tell me that
0: before we get into this article. Let's talk about it.
1: <laughs> because Star Wars is so shit right now. Sure. Like, Disney has just done its thing the Star Wars, and maybe this belongs on freeze frame. But Tell me about it. No, I just, don't like, think so. The this Disneyfication of Star Wars and just having so much Star Wars content, uh-huh. it makes, and I think in this way, it makes Star Wars Jedi Survivor that much more compelling for me is like somehow amidst all of this like star wars shit like we really got a fire hose of content of star wars content recently from disney yeah in terms of visual media Mm -hmm. and for this to come and rise above all of that and still manage to make me excited about playing as cal kestis yeah and interacting with these characters and being in this world i think is a feat and shows how much respawn is really putting care into this game. Yeah,
0: I I think so. I think so too. Tell me what about Star Wars right now that you the Disneyfication part? Because I get that there's a lot of content, and like I'm not it's hard impossible to keep up on all the content. It's I mean yeah, it's possible, but you have to really <laughs> put a lot into it. Uh yeah, it has to
1: be your full time hobby.
0: Yeah. What about their content release and their schedule? is turning you off of like, let's say a new game pops up or whatever. That's not Calcasus, It's not fallen or not. the Jedi series. Are, is your yeah. immediate response? Like, ugh, it's more Star Wars until it wows you sort of thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get that.
1: It's just, it's just another thing to keep up with where it's like, it's almost like yeah. a chore of hmm. Disney saying, okay, here's the thing you like, and we know you want more of it. So let's just have you like, yeah. we're going to turn this into a part-time job for you. Yeah right Where this now this is gonna consume it's like the it's like um we just want to monopolize this interest of yours and yeah. want to make this to make you the thing you consume 24 7 which
0: is a bummer some great for some but like they're doing i mean there's mandalorian and bad batch happening at the same time right now and right mando's been okay same as it's been for other seasons uh and bad batch i couldn't get past the first season so i haven't watched season two at all but people are liking it. They're said it's better than the second one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I agree there's there's too much right now. It would be even worse if there was movies. Like
1: it would be even worse if there was movies. I'm
0: glad they there was a big thing this week, I guess they pushed back the next trilogy and they changed up writers and directors and stuff to try Thank to God. get something more solid. So I don't know. Whatever that's gonna be, but I like that. Okay, let's get a new trailer mm-hmm. here. This comes this just came out. We got a new Star Wars Jedi Survivor trailer that is confirmed. Basically, here's what I wanted to talk about the trailer. You can go watch the trailer. It's a great story trailer. We're going back to Coruscant and all of this kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of greasy money, baby. You know, um, money, baby. But the big thing I wanted to bring up is that the new trailer shows connection to the High Republic. There's a character in full High Republic oh. robes in the game, and Whoa. it's the also the guy that was in the back to tank, kind of like healing mm. or whatever. So the theory is that at some point he was put in there during the High Republic saved for so long and now he's out of the box after the jedi completely destroyed like the worlds and ruins like the empire's kind of on top of everything like i think that would be a fascinating situation like having seeing a jedi go from like in the higher public the jedi's like you know everything's fine they're the peacekeepers they're like whatever it's booming it's great everything's fine and they wake up and all of it's gone i think that would be a really cool angle to see in the game the opposite of Calcastus. Or Calcas has experienced the downfall. This person did not and has to like live in it. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a great story beat too.
1: That is really cool. And like having that outside perspective and having this very like high and mighty view of who the Jedi are Jedi yeah. are without any of the awareness of like how the Jedi actually were really like problematic in a lot of the ways they were dealing yeah. with conflict throughout the galaxy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I... lead to a lot of cool conflicts between uh, them and cal castus seriously
0: yeah so this comes from the gamers the Star Wars fans were suspecting this mysterious jedi could have stayed in the stasis pod i guess stasis not back to for quite some time unaware it was happening around him speculation grew stronger and the game's second trailer dropped where the strange figure talked about his betrayal but now can be seen wearing an elegant golden robe with the high republic logo aside from his robe a more direct hint of his origins came from a character quote it says quote how could you let this galaxy fall to this unworthy machine of an empire clearly he's not happy to wake up in a completely different landscape of the galaxy and is blaming Calcastus and the wider jedi order for their fall as of now we know very little about who this character is and what his motives will be considering he's shown up in all of tri- jedi survivors trailers to date most likely he will play a large role in the game story uh mm-hmm. it's even possible that the game refers but that the uh that the game's very name jedi survivor refers not to cal as we previously guessed, but to this new figure. In any case, the character is mm-hmm. adding more mystery. It'll be fun to learn about him and his time during the High Republic era. So that's great.
1: Really cool. I love the trailer. Yeah. I think you, you can go watch it, but I think it really um, emphasizes the sense of, like, scale that this game's going to have. Yeah. Um, I think even the first game did pretty good at this, but they're really leaning, leaning into bigger set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bigger events you'll have to navigate through the environment of like big towers falling over your environment as yeah. you're like hey, i guess the first game did it. do like a little bit of this but not like it looks almost like uncharted-esque hmm. which is like a bad I, I hate comparing games to other games you like on uncharted just did that so well yeah yeah like uncharted has great set piece levels right. like that's the whole game is like Straight set up. piece levels yeah um and I think it's, inco- it's taking inspiration from that here. Yeah. Um. There's some really cool, like, I'm really curious to see. There's some duos, some duo combat. Yeah. Um, that we see, like, some duo combos between Cal and whatever her name is. Yeah, the, I forget her name,
0: too. Um, just Green Power or whatever that you kind of see in the trailer. A yeah. Bit. It looks cool. There there? Um, I
1: forgot the planet she was from. Dathomir? Oh, well. Dathomir. Yep, Maybe you're Dathomir? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay. I remember.
0: Um. Yeah, I think another thing that I'm really, I really like about this trailer is that the first game there were some things that not everybody loved. It wasn't the most accessible Star Wars thing, I, straight up. I mean, the way the yeah. combat worked and it, it was difficult even on like a normal difficulty. Um, yeah, they're not shying away from that. Like I get that they're doing the fast travel really points like. now, which is not getting rid of the core gameplay. It's really just that's right. It's real. It's a quality of life improvement,
1: really not yeah. an not a like accessibility like we need to make this more easy no
0: yeah but it seems like they're sticking to what they did in the first game and evolving it into just a better experience all around with you know the new types of in the first one you had you know the single saber or you can use the double-sided saber and it changed combat this one has four different ones you can have like a longer saber saber two a double like a regular like i think it's it's gonna add a lot
1: of variation a lot of variation yeah um
0: i'm thinking like they must take inspiration from Ghost of Tsushima or something like that, in a sense of mm. how they're doing the co- like stances. I would hope that yeah, different blades would be better for different enemies or different styles. Yeah, to force you to kind of play around and do that. I I want to be forced mm. to jump around with different um saber mm. styles during fights. I think that would be really interesting.
1: I kind of don't want that. Okay. I kind of yeah. want it. You. I want each. Well, I want each style to have its own strengths and weaknesses, yeah. but I don't ever want to be fully locked out of a certain enemy type. Uh-huh. From like a certain like, I never want the double saver to be completely ineffective against another type of enemy. Oh yeah, sure. I want it to have its strengths that I can, so that I can use if I want to. I can use double sabers the entire game. So you kind of want if I want to use a staff saver the entire game. I can do that, but if I want to like. I can spec, I want to be able to spec into sure. whichever one I like to use and really invest in that style. So you want to have the conversation of, oh, I played the whole game double
0: bladed saber, and I was like, oh, I played the whole game two handed saber. Yeah. Here's how our experiences yeah. differed a little bit. Like that would be right. That's great too. I could see mm-hmm. strengths going either way. There's also, you know, the blaster that is I'm still up Those- for question. It's not in the yep. gameplay trailers or any of the story trailers. At someone yet.
1: else's blaster is in it, but not yours. Do we think we play as someone else in it? No.
0: I think we're always we're Cal the whole time.
1: It's on yeah. Cal's hip.
0: Yeah. Okay, so maybe I, it's I think just we play as Cal the whole game. Maybe we're not actually using the blaster, and the blaster is simply a cosmetic thing that they're giving No, away. I think we're going to use it. Okay. They've
1: talked about using the blaster before. Really? Uh-huh.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: I, it might serve a very specific a puzzle niche. For like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. But it also could, it could do that in tandem with being like a parry mechanic. I'm thinking of Bloodborne. Yeah. And how the gun Block is used true. as the parry. Or like, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You shoot at the moment of impact and it like does the parry thing. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. how. Maybe like you can do one-handed and the way to parry. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think... The cool thing about this is I'm just excited about the combat as I am for whatever the story is or f- however that's going to go. And that's the yeah. best case scenario. It's not like I'm just excited for one of the two. So um, I, I would say I'm more excited,
1: excited for the combat. Yeah, for sure. Just because awesome. I'm a big from soft show. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the first game. Yeah. Um, Quick note, Gabe played this game and then like three days, like just he started right and like fell in love with it and yeah, went right through it.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, even booting it back up and trying to go <clears throat> get all the trophies. I'm having a great time just because yeah. Cal and BD, you know, have their little talk back oh, and forth. So and fun. It's, it is different not having like the story beats and kind of just running through the maps, trying to collect all the stuff. It's not like as good, but it's still very fun. It gets me very excited for how they approve that experience because I, I need that explore exploration element improved. And it seems like they're doing that. So, right. yeah, I yeah. love it. Cool. That's that, James. That's that kind of a shorter episode, but I think it's it was need, tight. We needed it. We needed it this week. We needed it. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, so thanks for bearing with us. Have you been playing any games this week? Playing a lot of games this week. Tell me about it, dude.
1: The boys and I have been playing golf with friends.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Great okay. time. Uh-huh.
1: Amazing time. So much fun. Um, jumped in the Elden Ring a little bit earlier. Just trying to, trying to like boss rush. In the new game plus, yeah, instead of, you know, going around, I talked about this a little bit, uh, I think it was a week or two ago about how yeah. I can just get really exhausted by that game's open world. So I'm trying to reduce that by just going from point A to point B and going just straight from boss to boss to boss or like dungeon, 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 trying like a little bit of a dex build, mm-hmm. seeing how that works. Um, but that was kind of all I played this week, to be honest.
0: Good. That's awesome.
1: Little Fall Guys here and there, which is crazy because Fall Guys is still getting new content, yeah. Like, they're still getting new maps and stuff like that, which is so great to see.
0: They just did a Clash Royale collab where they added Clash Royale characters to it. Crazy, wow! Also,
1: did you see the Lego game that's coming out like May 19th? Yeah, the Lego Racing Drive
0: or whatever it's called.
1: Can't wait, dude. That's a day one pickup. Are you you joking me? And on top of this,
0: they have F1 constructor cars in it, like right
1: what in the
0: world i'm excited i, I heard yeah. about this on a podcast i was listening to and then i saw mm-hmm. the screenshots is the trailer out i need to watch a trailer of there's this. a trailer out. it's
1: 30 seconds i put it in the news dump
0: i will absolutely watch it after this i yeah that's yeah, fun that sounds right up that sounds like exactly what i want to be It's doing. right up your alley yeah yeah that's very exciting um and then this week i played Surprise, surprise, more Destiny. I'm still trying to do all the exotic missions to clean up all that stuff. It's a lot of fun. And also, uh, my girlfriend got a PlayStation 5. Holy shit. Yeah, pretty crazy. And we started playing It Takes Two, which is a fantastic time. Like, I had the best time. Very cool. Like, a cool thing to do for a long-distance relationship. That's for sure. Cool. Yeah, so that is awesome trying to get her into some more games too um and she's yeah she bought batman the arkham games she's been playing those really oh this is funny this is funny you wouldn't you would appreciate this she texted me she's playing hogwarts right did the first Mm -hmm. big boss in the harry potter game and she's like i feel like i could do any game right now maybe not elden ring but any game i was like (laughs) down the dark souls let's see like let's see how we do
1: Put her to the test, yeah. Yeah. It's funny.
0: Um, yeah, but that's it. That's all I've been playing. Busy week, so I haven't cool. really had time to jump into a lot. I hope to get to the outlook yeah. this weekend. That would be the goal. But we shall see. Any That'd final words?
1: I can't wait to hear if you Yeah. If you play it, what do you think about it? Yeah.
0: Me too. Me too. Anything else, James?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for everything. Checkpoint. Episode 154. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If that's what you do.
0: And we'll see you. Ladies and gentlemen. On the next one.
1: Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out.